Sitting down in your car as you shut the door, you pull out your phone to begin the GPS. You click in the directions, and before you know it, you are focused on where you're headed with your foot on the gas. Admiring the road before you, your attention begins to gain clarity on another thought, and you feel called to turn on the Incredible Conversations podcast. A warm, secure feeling overcomes you. Your breathing gets deeper, your mind gets clearer, and your heart begins to open again. You know that the moment you turn it on, you will be immersed in a wholehearted conversation destined to expand your awareness in incorporating universal law, learning about conscious health, optimizing your energy with astrology, and super fueling your success. You feel like you're sitting with an old friend when you hear, Welcome to Incredible Conversations with me, Isabel. Welcome back to Incredible Conversations, my beautiful babes. This episode is going deep into the mind and into our hearts. With our ecliptal energy still very strong and still very much asking us and inviting us to go in, to look at the foundation, to reinstate what belongs and to release what no longer belongs, I'm giving you an episode of what it means to unlearn from the labels that people place on us to the societal constructs that we might be living in and really understanding why this is scary, but the huge benefits that come from getting into our authentic being. I'm really eager and excited to share this with you. Defying social normalities is a passion of mine. (laughs) If you've known me for a while, this is almost uh, where I begin and I'll share a little bit of my story there. And so I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do, please let me know what you enjoyed and what you took away from it. And I can't wait to hear what you got to say. Howdy, y'all. How you doing today? All right. I had to lay it out there because maybe unlearning labels is about unlearning what we think is normal. Because sometimes I just want to get up on here and talk to you in this sweet old little accent and pretend I'm a southern belle. Because why the fuck not? And so it's really fun to begin to play with life in this unlearning way. Because what if we could just bop in and out of different accents whenever the hell we wanted to? Wouldn't that be relieving? I know that's a really funny example, but I had to hit it off really strong with why? Why do we think it is so strange or peculiar to act out of societal normalities? (laughs) Societal normalities. Say that fast five times and (laughs) tell me if you don't stutter. Did you know? I used to have a speech impediment. Yes. And that in itself is a label. I was a child who had troubles with the S's, with the Z's, with the T's, with 
with anything that was really needing to be pronunciated in order to make certain sounds in vocabulary. And it's taken me quite a while to muster up the courage to speak open-heartedly and loudly and boldly because I was told that I did not speak normal, that I sounded funny, that my voice was not perfect in quotation marks or beautiful, so to say. And that, learning that as a young child, that's devastating because you're in a small group with a few other kiddos who have similar issues and you are now outliers from the rest of the herd. So growing up, I've always been the black sheep. I've always been the weirdo. I've always been different. I've always been out of the box. And most of the time, unrestrainable. Out of my own good (laughs) well-being. But I want to talk to you today about why breaking out of these normalities that we get placed upon us the constructs that society deems as the way, the one way to do this one thing so that you can have this one outcome. How fucking lame is that? I get passionate about this because we are not meant to be the same. Holy smokes, like we are, we are different from the parts that we grow on our bodies as a way to begin to develop in new variations of outcomes. As if we were to take God, Christ, energy, consciousness as a source, we're literally multiplications of differences and what different outliers and possibilities there could be. Just like there's an unlimited amount of numbers in the world that they just go on for eternity, that is how we are created as humans. We are eternal in our differences. We are eternally different. And it's so amazing because just like a puzzle cannot have two of the same pieces, we are humans where no two of us are alike, even identical twins. Maybe the appearance is very much the same, but there is a difference somewhere on that body and especially in the soul there's a really beautiful song called cinnamon tree i can't recall who it's by but it's one of my favorite songs and it's talking about a dog that has three legs and she runs off but the singer the owner of this doggo knows that when he has that cinnamon smell that she'll come running back. And it's not the the body that she's in that he loves so much. It's her spirit. It is how she roams the earth. It's her power. It is the beast inside of the body and not just the beast of the body that he's so encaptured by. And I think that's a really beautiful way to think of it, that When we begin to unlayer what we believe or what we have been taught and we finally come to a point where we feel so uncomfortable in our physical body because nothing is in alignment with us or very little 
is in alignment with our beliefs, our goals, where we're going, how we communicate, what we think, how we talk to people, what we interact. If we are able to take that and sit with ourselves, go inward, quiet the mind, turn off the judgmental thinking, look from an omniscient point of view, the bird's eye view, a thought way of thinking, the Greek or mythology god of communication, and we really hone in on the wisdom and the practice of what is inside of us, by golly, is our discernment going to skyrocket. We will not rely on external places, people, events, situations, pandemics to tell us how to live, what we have to do. Man, I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers with that little comment. And isn't that fucking hilarious? Y'all, this is a passionate-filled podcast today. So I'm dropping the verbiage, however I feel like it. Because that's a whole part of this dang thing. Why is there a certain energy behind certain words? So we can really see just within the the first seven minutes of this podcast, how many different places there are constructs, that there are essences of energies that encapsulate a subject or a way of talking or certain words or certain ways of dressing up or talking about a song, or the spirit inside each of us, or how we're so different on every possible way. Yet we believe we all must do the same goddamn method of things. So now we're going to bring it together and give this a little foundation so that I don't drive you out the crazy window. (laughs) So so today, we're first going to talk about unlearning the label with a couple of examples. And what exactly does unlearning labels mean? Well, I've said this already a couple times, but social constructs. These are ideas created and accepted by our society. It is what is proper, correct, the way, like I said. However, not everyone feels the alignment with those ways, thus creating outliers who feel different and thus create contrast in our society, whether for good or bad. I mean, we have multiple thought leaders who went against the grain of societal norms, yet because of them going against the grain of what was predictable and the fucking way, which is not the way all the time, they've created an astounding future for us to live in right here and right now. For example, the Wright brothers. No one thought that a machine could fly in the sky, but because two people were determined to figure it out, to play with it, to be curious, to have a new perspective on transportation and life, Well, now y'all get to fly to Cabo for $800 round trip. That's fucking wild. And that's the just a benefit and a beauty of taking the ideas that are normalized in quotations 
within society and defying them. So I hope you're on board for this because maybe you feel it, but I'm charged. I'm ready for this conversation. So now let's talk about the biggest part of this. Why is it so scary to defy social normalities? Baby, you do not want to be left out of the ball game. Let me ask you, the last time that you were not invited to a dinner, or perhaps it was high school and there's a party and you weren't invited, how did you feel? You probably didn't feel very good. You probably wanted to be included in the reindeer games. You probably wanted to go and experience the same fun that everyone else being invited to that party was going to experience. Yet, because you were not invited, you were put as an outcast. Different. Not cool. In quotation marks. And that's just a very small example of why it can be so scary. Because we do not get the same privilege as other people, yet most of the time when there is such a mass similar belief going on, it's not because people are stoked about it for the most part. It's because they're afraid. They're afraid of being different or alone or outcasted. One second here. (coughs) Oh, I've been speaking up, and the more I speak up, the more I cough and get a little tickle in my throat. Thankfully, I have a new tea blend I've been drinking called Dictamos, and it's from Crete, Greece, which, fun fact, has the most abundant variety of herbs in the world on this teeny tiny island that is like three hours north to south wide and I don't know maybe like three to four hours east to west wide pretty fantastic 12 out of 10 recommend now back to the the theory (laughs) that I'm chatting about so when we do get afraid of being outcasted and different how do we overcome it and what are the benefits Well, a few of the benefits are, just like I said with the Wright brothers, you create something entirely new that is useful for the world. Everyone begins to relax and accept a new way of being. And thus, you do create in itself a new social normality. Because they, for example, took something no one had done, was very unheard of, putting people in machines in the sky and getting from A to B in a very um, smaller amount of time. And then it became bigger and bigger and bigger. And it became an investment opportunity and a new transportation opportunity. And so they created tons of new timelines for the universe to unravel and unfold. And what I mean by a timeline is... Say they never did that. Like, what would our transportation look like today? And would there, like, what? I mean, so many, so many timelines would not exist. A big one that 
pops up in my mind that everyone knows about is 9-11. Two, like a plane crashes into that building. What? So you can just see how the creation part of this can be so profound and so huge. And I'm not saying 9-11 is profound. That was just my example because we all understand it. So cut that off. No. Now I move forward where when you can defy social normalities in certain ways, in certain creations, experiments, inventions, we are opening new doors of possibility and potentiality, which is literally why we're here on earth. I mean, when you think about the question, why am I here? What am I meant to do? Well, you're literally put here to understand and get into belief with what you feel on a day-to-day basis. What makes you happy? What makes you excited? What makes you grateful? That's the base root. Because when you can connect to that source, to those questions right out the gate, and you understand that you are the chooser, you're that conscious choice and conscious creator, we're all here together co-creating in this world. And when we're all in this way of being or when we meet people who are in this way of operating with us, does magic fucking bloom or what? And that's where it gets prolific and like almost magical. And that is where we can become magical beings, where we follow what feels good for us. And we don't worry about the tiny little details in between. We know where we're headed. And so let's just take it one step at a time of moving with positive energy. And so a couple other benefits of this is it's truly just your internal growth is a huge one, connecting with your authentic self and expanding your curiosity. Because in this process of defining against what's normal, you are paving the way for who you are in a concrete way that is unusual to most, yet it's a ripple effect that you send out. Your stone has dropped into the water and now it's going and it's flowing and it's rippling. And because you did that, you are now showing others new ways of doing things, how to promote themselves, how to love themselves, how to gift themselves the life that they dream of living. And there's no certain way of doing it for anyone because it's, we are so different. Like I said, we're all multidimensional and multi-created and multifaceted that you cannot just pinpoint one way for everybody. And so it's trusting that we know that by connecting with our authentic self, our beliefs, our thoughts, our attitudes, feelings, what we do have a bias about or towards our general behaviors, well, that unlearning process of really reclaiming your own in all those ways, you get to heal and you get to figure out your path and you get to come to your own greatness and your own success in a nourishing way. That does not involve burnout because you're not following a fucking strategy by X, Y, and Z coach that you know. You're listening to your goddamn self. And I think that's the most important part of this whole bit. From someone that I look towards as a mentor is they are heavily practicing discernment and how they 
relay their thoughts, opinions, beliefs, and speak their voice. Use their vocal opportunity, this activation point that we all have, but can be scared and fearful and crumbled because we're not used to using it. Just like I said when I began the podcast, I was a child labeled with a speech impediment. It didn't make me feel very good that I could not pronounce words the same way. And to this day, I will still pronounce words completely wrong. My spelling is whack. I probably have an error in almost anything that I write. And my partner gets on me about it. Because if you want to look professional, you have to be typing correctly so people know that you are literate. And it's really funny to just see how this has played out as I've become an adult. I started this podcast about two years ago, and I've come in waves of being all in on the podcast, being consistent, getting people on the show, interviewing, speaking my values, my mind, my thoughts, to completely backing off, not posting shows. I have lost, I've had a following and I lost a following and I'm rebuilding a following and it's a huge for me story that I see unfolded for so long that I'm not letting unfold any longer that my voice is not good to listen to that I'm not I don't have the words to say or I I don't pronounce things correctly whatever it is And that's all silly. Like, that's make-believe, honestly, because when we have a label put on us, we are meant to feel certain types of way because we feel less than the rest of the population. And then when we feel less than, we don't feel worthy. And then when we don't feel worthy, we don't feel confident. When we don't feel confident, we don't pursue our dreams. When we don't pursue our dreams, we cut off co-creation for other people in the world. We are letting other people down. Yet, it all began with someone letting us down. And that's where it gets fucked up. Someone let us down by believing that there was something wrong with us. Period. And and this can go for so many conditions. Because, oh, let's let's put the hands together. Let's get the friction going between your hands. Feel the heat, feel the energy. Zena is coming over to me like, mom, you're a crazy whack psychopants right now. What is going on? And I'm like, girl, we're getting into the nitty gritty, real deal life shit that they don't talk about. And hopefully we talk way more about as we continue on this earth journey. So, Victim mentality, it was not made for you and me, but that's what they like to see us quivering in our boots. Honestly, when someone is fearful, not confident, feeling less than, they are more likely to lay down their beliefs and listen to believe in someone else's belief because, oh, that person's really confident and they're really headstrong. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm not that headstrong, so they probably know better. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Your path has been chosen for you. How unfortunate 
is that? And so when this happens and that victim mentality sets in place, we lose our sense of responsibility. I can speak on this because I did this for a very long time. I only regained this sense of responsibility within myself after breaking up with my last long-term partner in 2019. I'm fresh off the page, yo. So this was no way me being excluded from this victim mentality. I still have moments when I fall into it. Yet the practice is having the awareness to take your self-actualization, utilize it, and regain your responsibility for your life because you are the one who gets to choose everything from your chronic pains or your illness. And so many people are going to puff their feathers and get pissed about it. That's the truth. There are so many stories of real-life people, just like you and me, that are not rich and famous or celebrity status, and they heal themselves from 11 years of this or five years of that. I did that with my own self. I know what that feels like. And it's having the grit to go into your own body and look at your own shit. To forgive yourself. To accept the forgiveness and what has happened. To accept that you cannot change the past. So forgive yourself for not being able to change the past. To feeling and being okay with feeling regularly. Crying regularly. Hugging regularly. Loving regularly. Disapproving regularly. Having different thoughts regularly. And knowing, knowing That just because you and someone else have different beliefs does not make you enemies. And then when you have that under the wrap, you're like, wow, we're both civil human beings who have responsibility for our own thoughts, actions, and values. And I don't need to worry about anything outside of myself because it's all going to play out exactly how it needs to because life is literally a balance act. And we all can't be one way or else everything will be off. And we all can't be the other way or else everything will be off. So it's really taking into consideration how you are balancing the world by being yourself and thus living your authentic life and really showing your true colors and being the freak you are because we love you when you are weird and beautiful and real and authentic and pissed off or in love or crying, like whatever the jazz apples are. And so (laughs) we have the ability to reclaim our power, our physical energy, our mental focus, our emotional expression, and our spiritual connection. That's what the conscious alignment method is. It's what I coach people on. It's what I mentor people on. That's what I teach. It's what I empower people to do. First, start with the physical body. You see the changes first. Then you go into the mental body and you start to rewire your brain and unlearn literally what we're talking about today. Unlearn the beliefs, the thoughts, the attitudes, the behaviors, the feelings, the biases because of the boxes that must happen and thus when they happen, a certain thing must happen after. Like when someone yells at you, 
the um, the initial reaction is to yell back because maybe that's what you saw from your parents when you were growing up. Eat not what we want to do, folks. Instead, wow, what if I had compassion for the person who's yelling because I can realize that they are hurt, they are scared, they are afraid. Why are they feeling that way? How can I uh, contribute to them healing themselves in this moment by being calm in my body? Because when I am so clear and connected in my body that my emotions are not elevated due to the external sources. Wow, hello, nervous system regulation practices, meditation, breath work just going in and dealing with my own shit and forgiving my inner child work. (laughs) Wow. When I can do that, I hold so much space and love for this other person that I can assist them in getting to the root of why they are frazzing out in this moment. And then I'm a conduit of source energy. I'm literally acting as a consciousness of Christ or Buddha or whoever you love to admire in the world with that holy energy. Maybe it's just the universe and you get to act as that in that moment for them. And then in the future, that ripple effect, it goes out, it goes out, it goes out. And so many people get to experience that healing from that one time you chose to have discernment to protect your energy to stay in your power and to assist to serve as a reflecting point we're all just mirrors like Ram Dass says we're all just walking each other home that's it it's so funny it's so hilarious it's all cosmic joke it's so simple (laughs) it's so simple and So here is a little bit of information I did want to say from Psychology Today, because I do love them. And this was an article created by Mariana Plata. Thank you. She's called the Gen Y Psych. Super cute. This was written in 2020. And I just want to state her definition of this and some questions that she proposes because these are great ones to journal about hey we're in scorpio season the astrologer said it's time to journal go inward we're going deep into the subconscious mind anything you listen to hear you believe you think your choices your thoughts these are formulated from the subconscious messages that come in like what do you say to yourself on a regular basis It's the time to release anything that is not productive for your life. Sincerely. Sincerely. Like we are able to command ourselves to stop certain actions and ways of being that are not conductive to thriving. Why punish ourselves? We must learn what how to grieve so that we may continue to evolve. So this is what she has to say. She says that unlearning is the process through which we break down the origins of our thoughts, attitudes, behaviors, feelings, and biases. And here are the questions that she asks. Where do these beliefs come from? Do these support my mental health? Is this in alignment with the life I want? Keyword I. Is this congruent with my authenticity and the person I am? The person I want to become? 
And the last one, do I believe this to be true for myself? Please, the only way this podcast will ever be useful besides you listening to it once is you doing these journaling prompts. I'm doing these journaling prompts. I do these prompts all the time. And if you even want to go even deeper into your value system, your moral compass, go back a couple episodes and listen to the creating your moral compass episode. I forget what it's called. However, it's back there and it will really give you direction in this life. And I do want to stay say that, you know, the caveat to all this is that it's not easy to sit down with yourself for the first time ever, maybe, even if it's the hundredth time, and to go over what is working for you, what is not, you are quickly going to realize that the worst part about this entire thing are the people you have to let go. Because when we connect with other humans over anything, over the chronic illness, or over the breakups, or over the shitty relationships, or over the a thing we're active, we're being activists about, or whatever makes us angry, sad, fearful, whatever it is, we are connecting, even if it is a toxic connection. Like the root of it isn't responsible. It isn't self-actualization based. And so consider this a gift to yourself that you get to give yourself, baby. You get to give this to yourself. You get to take back everything. You get to live the life that makes you feel powered and good and energized. And like you're supported and loved because your people are out there. As someone who has been moving around for the past three years and finally feeling like I have cultivated some friendships that are so meaningful that I would go in front of these people and take a bullet holy shit, it took a lot of loneliness and a lot of grieving and a lot of forgiveness. It's this stripping away that has been of what has been imposed upon us from our upbringing, from our education, from our family members, from media, That can feel so intimidating because it's all we know. It's all we've been introduced to. It's all we've been taught. We know that we need to sit down for Super Bowl Sunday because it's so fucking important to watch football. Yeah. Like what? Like what? Do you even like football? I'm not hating on football. I have nothing wrong with it. It's a sport. It's the way people come into community. But it's an acknowledgement. There's millions of dollars into this one thing. Why? Entertainment? So we can see people be great? So we can feel something against other people? So we can have rivalry? Who knows? I don't have the answers. But this is what I love to do. I love to think. I love to think. I love to contemplate. And I love to propose ideas that just might strike curiosity within you that just might strike creativity that just might make you question how you're living your life and is it the life that you want to live because if it's not what are you doing what are you doing 
you can do anything and you have like trust. Oh my God, trust. Even when you don't have the money and you don't know where it's going to come from and you don't know how you're going to get there and you don't know the language and you don't know how you're going to survive and you go anyways and it works out. That is when you get to realize you are taken care of. That you get to be the one to make the distinct change in your life. And no one can make it feel any easier or better. And even if you're trained and you do this often and you're constantly putting yourself out of the comfort zone, I don't think it gets much easier. It might be a little bit easier because you've done it so you know there's only two answers and you know how to help yourself when you get either of those answers and you know how to go down the path. But God, when you first start, it feels like you rather peel the skin off of your body. That's my opinion. That's how I feel when I do new things. Me signing up for the retreat I went to in Greece a few weeks ago, maybe even a month ago by this point, which is wild to think about because it felt like I was on an entirely different planet. It took courage to say yes to leaving my partner, leaving my home, leaving my dogs for 14 days, solo traveling abroad to a new country where I don't know the languages. And I have a certain amount of money that I'm going to use for this, but I have some safety for backup. And I don't know any of these girls, but I'm going to go because I have some connection with them from being online. However, so forth and so on. The magic will happen because you just feel... Like, it is where you're meant to go. And so I really hope that this is encouragement for anyone who is looking to up-level their life, to become unique, and have this discernment with themselves. That's your time. We need you. We need you to speak up, stand up, and honor yourself for exactly who you are. Stop putting so much energy into what everyone else gives a fuck about. And start giving energy to what you give a fuck about. Watch your life change before your eyes. Do it anyways. Do it anyways. That's literally what my mantra is these days. It's just do it anyways. You're scared? Do it anyways. You love it? Do it anyways. It's a little making you sweat like a million times over? Do it anyways. When, obviously, it's in alignment. Don't do something that's making you unhappy. That's literally what this podcast is about. And unlearning your labels. Gosh, unlearn that you'll never walk again because you lost a limb. Unlearn that you're bipolar and that you need certain medication or else you'll never live again or be normal. Unlearn that you need hormonal birth control because if you don't, you're going to die. This is bull s. Bolesque, not conducive to our personal growth or individuality or feeling the power of our sexuality. That's a conversation for another time, though. And I think that's what I'm going to leave you with. So, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you learn how to unlearn certain parts of yourself so that you may thrive and show your authentic action 
here and now so that we all may benefit from it. Thank you very much. You are literally holding us back by not showing up. If I can have a speech impediment and then outgrow it and learn how to talk and use my voice and have a podcast where I tell you about this stuff, baby, you can do it too, whatever that is, because it's all different and it's all creative and personal and unique. So thanks. Thanks for being here. I hope that you're really setting the foundation down for where you're going, where you're headed, what you're doing in this lifetime. If you found this helpful, I would really appreciate if you would give this an Apple podcast review and rating so that the podcast can be seen by other people so that they can get the benefit of these words and these lessons and these stories and my funny coughing in the middle of the podcast because your girl wishes working on making money this way but you know this is all out of the love out of my heart I do this with no monetary value on it I don't make any money from this podcast yet I would like to but that's not it yet So, have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for supporting the Incredible Conversations podcast. And I will catch you next week. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Incredible Conversations. Slowly echoes throughout your car as the podcast comes to an end. Sitting there in fascination, curiosity, and solitude, the visions of how you want to superfuel your success dance along in your mind. A deep belief has awakened, and you're empowered to consciously create your life by optimizing your energy and healing from the inside out. You've subscribed to the podcast, have left your five-star review, and shared this episode with a friend because of the new intentions you've created for yourself. You have your foot on the gas, hand on the wheel, and you no longer need a GPS to know where you're going.